Welcome to the Perceptions Today podcast, where we discuss consciousness in all forms. May 2023, episode 47, Gabe Miranda, Senior, Roundtable Discussion, The Strangeness Decoded, part 4 of 4. Gabe Miranda, Senior, experiences dreams, sleep paralysis, nightmares, and synchronicity. Participants knew it was being recorded. How you can achieve that without the aid of any of these these um, chemical agents, these, you know, these um, drugs, whatever, mushrooms, because that is, um, on the one hand, I'm curious about about mushrooms. On the other hand, I'm really, um, I'm not terrified, but I am somewhat. Um, okay, there's a few ways you can do it. I'm somewhat, I'm somewhat, you know, what's the right word? You're hesitant. Hesitant, yeah. Because, uh, you know, um, it's not like I, I prayed around with a with a big big sign that, that I've got a, a history of, of addiction um, to, you know, smoking copious amounts of, uh, of marijuana, which, which took me years to, uh, to, to, you know, to get off on. So I went to all these uh, MA meetings when they still existed. I don't know if they're still, still around, but um, that to me was, was really a struggle to, to, uh, you know, I, once I was just a casual smoker and I enjoyed it and it was a thing, you know, and I wasn't, a, and then, and then I start, cause I, I often hear people here as well talk about self-medication and that's always a tricky thing because when is it still self-medication? What do you actually mean with that? And when, does when you've it, got these problems, right, Estevelle, again, it depends on personality, anything you do for 30 days that builds up a pattern, you becomes an addiction for example you could be picking up a tennis ball and that becomes an addiction if you've been doing it every 30 days mm-hmm. and you've got to break it when you're saying how to experience things without actually taking drugs and getting your own body chemistry to do it for example you know the whirling dervishes that do the spinning and looking up at the same time yeah i don't want to do that anyway <laughs> no no but that's one way of doing it there's meditation as well no, Again. yeah, I've, I've, I, 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 I've done, I, you know, I've done I, in the past, I've done a lot of yoga and they always finish where anyway, where that the where other I one is the Lucia Light. It, and, and then you finished it doing meditation exercises. Um, I mean, you can also, you can also get hooked on, on sports, which I've, you know, I've also been hooked on that, like going to the, going to the, to the dojo kickboxing gym, uh, other gyms six times a week, you know. Uh, constantly training to the point that you're completely ruining yourself because you're doing that much training um, yeah. and, and fighting and sparring and what, and what have you. It's just always um, going for the, for the edge. And that's why I'm really right. hesitant about these things. But I am curious about, um, about, about sort of Let me tell you reaching, the one which... uh, reaching, reaching a, because there, there must be more to, to this. Take a breath, Estherville. Let me finish <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay right so there is a thing called the lucia light l-u-c-i-a yeah and then it's number three and the lucia light as i explained produces a frequency of light that goes through your skull stimulates your pituitary gland and gives you the same kind of experience as if you were doing mushrooms etc with the psychedelic imagery like stained glasses that you see in mosques and other places and that's your own body chemistry doing it, and you can't get addicted to that. What's that called? L? It's Lucia Light, L-U-C-I-A, number three, Light. Now, I can give you some links to that 
and you can pick it up and um, it's got right. YouTube videos as well. And basically people feel very relaxed afterwards. They've used it in counseling. So for example, if you've got people in prison who won't actually open up to a therapist, they've found that normally it takes 30 hours of consultation with a therapist before somebody starts opening up within these kind of scenarios or whether they've got PTSD. But when they started introducing our sessions of the Luthia Light, they found within three hours sessions, not all at the same time, but a period of three hours, that these people would then start opening up and start talking and therapy could actually advance because the way that it relaxes the body gives you an emotional outpouring, whether it be joy or you might end up crying a lot the next day, but you get kind of clearer focus and people use it as a de-stressor along with a way to focus for a couple of days. So for example, you're listening to me now, but you might be thinking at something else at the same time. But once you go through the experience, you come out and possibly for 24 hours, you're kind of laser focused on one thing at a time. So I can send you links to that if you want. Yeah. And that means you don't get addicted that. to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've heard people say, yeah, mushrooms aren't addicted, Addi- addictive. Um, but you know, it's still, um, the compound's not addictive. It's the personality and how much you use it and the social people that you're hanging around. That's the kind of where it comes from. Yeah. So Ian D.W. might have some information for you. We've had him hanging around there. And then we've got 33 and Angel that are coming back to you, I think, on the same answer. Ian? Hey. Um, yeah. How are you guys doing? Um, yeah, pretty much what you were saying there. Um, it's not, it isn't a good thing to go out and just take these drugs lightly. And and think that by doing that, somehow you're going to have um, this massive life-changing experience. Um, you have to know in yourself what it is that you're trying to change. You also have to do a lot of other work first before you get to that point where, you know, like trying ketamine and things like that. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from this from someone that has done it the wrong way. And that has just literally just just jumped in their head first, right? Because I wanted to have the experiences. And luckily for me, I survived that mentally and physically. But absolutely, like Esteval is 100% right. You should not be playing around with these things. And you can't, you can't really put your faith in. So, so like these things open, open little gateways for you. So you can go through the door and have a look, see. And, and see better things, right? But after that experience is over, um, you need to try and cultivate that experience yourself every day. But you can't really rely on the drugs. Although I would I would say that a lot of people are um, promoting the use of like microdosing and things like that with, um, you know, like psilocybin and stuff like that, which I'm, I don't really know that much about it. And I... I if it works for them, it works for them. But I would, I would argue that the ultimate goal of all of this experimentation is is to try and find your own path that you can handle yourself, right? And and putting faith into uh, into into drugs and things like that to do that for you, it's it's not really where it's at. They're like a guide, but they're they're absolutely not a doctrine. Just, it's only just, a tool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. like having a toolbox of different spanners. Some people are naturally gifted that can actually do it on their own, but some people need an extra little spanner to tighten things up to get yourself through it. Yeah. 
yeah that, that's absolutely right like you 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 need to um or maybe like a manual like maybe this gives you an extra bit of information that you didn't have but absolutely it isn't you know the the the, the path that you take is that there is literally no one hit pill that will get you through this life um you have to do that yourself but but things like this for certain people like they're amazing like i'll tell you what man i had some ridiculously crazy experiences on ketamine but um i'm certainly not going to go and buy like a gram of ketamine tonight and 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 have another experience like that like um it taught me lessons dude but it's not something that you can go back again and and keep going uh yeah, you, you have to you have to moderate everything, and you know, just have a bit of self control. And I bet you would say it's the same thing. Like, there's the old proverb of one guy leaving a town, going to want to go and live in another one because he's so fed up with the first town that he's in. Going halfway down the road, he bumps into a wise man who's sitting on the middle of the road, and the guy goes, "Where are you going?" And he goes, "I'm going to that town." And the guy who's moving from town A to town B goes, "I'm going there for a better life." because uh, town A is terrible. And the wise man goes, well, it's just going to be the same in town B. And the whole point is the fact that if you go along with a mindset, you can't just change it. You've got to change your mind first, because otherwise you're just repeating the same process in the next town. Yeah, that's a beautiful way of putting it, brother. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, it, it, it's you that has to change. Like You have to change your mindset, and then all the things will fall into place. You can't just, you know want it to change because you're going down a path other people are going down yeah that, that that's a really good good way to put it yeah good stuff there man and it takes time it's not an instant fix either if you have got issues <laughs> sure isn't <laughs> no no i i i mean i'm 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 into like the the learning how to meditate properly i'm reading a lot of books to give me like spiritual guidance and stuff like that um i'm just really going back to basics and and you know i know it sounds silly and everything but i'm i'm just going to look at everything from the perspective that maybe getting trashed gave me and those little you oh know, yeah you can help people things. now because you've been there you know exactly the reasons why and it's like with most people's experiences within this universe and again 33 and a few others who are still in the room will say you go through it so you can help others you may have gone through so much of a rough time that that's the problem that you think that why me, but at the end of the day, you can help others who haven't gone down that path so far yet and actually help them and give them the understanding. And you've got the oh, two yeah. sets. Yeah, you're absolutely correct there. Um, I don't know if I want to say that I'd like to give people advice. Like I, I would give them like my opinions and oh and yeah like, you can only you give know, your experience right right but i can't oh dude after all the things that i've done i i have no more of a clue about it all than you do do you know what i mean like all i can do is tell you about my journey but i couldn't i couldn't tell you that there's a good way and a bad way to do it but I, what i definitely stand by is and like i said at the start like like drugs will give you insights and they will help you you know move forward on that path but absolutely do not see them as anything more than that and if you're ready to like go down that journey and you know progress yourself and like you know like we're all here in this room right having a listen to everyone talking about their experiences and dreams and stuff 
like um this is a really good thing this is what helps you grow but just just expecting to like go to sleep tonight lucid dream and solve all your problems is 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 as silly as expecting me to like hit another bong in a minute and and have that that hit of weed solve all my fucking you know like oh sorry I didn't mean to swear that um all my all you my got two more weed. strikes otherwise I'll beat you out you know what it's like <laughs> sorry man no it's um, okay but you, 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 do you understand what I mean it's yeah because what you've got to explain to people is that it's like going down the gym. If you want to build up muscle, you feel you first need to go eat something that's got protein to give you the ability to rip and do your muscle. Then you need to go down the gym and then you need to keep repeating the process to build your muscle. It's oh, a long-term yeah, progress thing. Amazing way of putting it, brother. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's exactly right. Like you have to start from basics and just build yourself up to it. But I think maybe people get a bit... You know, like if I was just walking into this room and and we're listening to what you guys were saying, like I'd feel that maybe I was missing out on something, you know, like maybe I, I hadn't, I'd missed a big chunk of the jigsaw. Like why, why are these people able to talk about all of this, but I'm not. And so I can understand from a ground upwards perspective, why people would want to get into it and do it, you know, the, the, the hard the force it hard way but uh it's, it's one of those things isn't it it's like you really have to take your time on it be very introspective and just get it right but it's very difficult to do that when everybody else seems to have have it more right than you have it does that make sense yes uh, hang on yes my mute button keeps on going on i think one of the good people to bring in on this is 33 because he's got good experience hey um, yeah, I wanted to touch on a few things, um, and uh, you know, I, I guess I made a remark, and just just to touch on a few things. Um, first, uh, I don't uh, uh, promote any kind of microdosing or drug use for anybody. This is uh, my personal experience. I have over five decades of using and uh, abusing drugs at some point, and uh, that that ended a long time ago. But I do want to say. Um, that everybody's body is different and everything affects your chemical makeup differently. So like if I, when I was taking opiates, okay, I would get actually um, hyper, okay? And, uh, you know, and if I do coke, I would, uh, you know, mellow out, okay? So, you know, it, it affected me differently. And uh, yeah, me too. I used to have coke mellows as well. All right, so then, so then you understand, and uh, and and uh, on, and I was, I think I was telling this uh, to to Paul the other day, like if if I had dual volume, okay, um, don't piss me off because, um, you know, it, that uh, you know unleashes something ugly in me, and so I stay away from that kind of uh, chemical. So you have to understand that you know when you're messing around with any of these drugs, um, and, and you know when. When we look at mushrooms and DMT, I don't really quantify them as drugs per se because they're they're God's gift to us. And I mean, you know, the DMT comes from within us. And yeah, so, I agree with you there. Yeah, no, I no, I fully agree, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, and, and yeah, and the other thing I wanted to mention is is that you know when 
you know, I and I've used ketamine. And by the way, the big secret is is that ketamine works for pain, okay? And it will. There should be actually no opiate, uh, you know, it's prescriptions for pain, okay? They should be prescribing um, ketamine. As a matter of fact, they're using it for trials on depression. So you know, this gives you like a. Uh, and I'm not telling people to go out and do it, but I'm just saying it's been my personal experience. And so, with that said. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, brother, like I I had experiences on ketamine. Not only did I get like full-blown remote viewing and like I literally had my third eye open, like to yeah. a point where like you could visually see this in my head. It was that crazy. But also, like <laughs> any other time, like I, I just honestly, mate, like it was the best antidepressant <laughs> ever. I used to have all my problems solved within about five minutes of, of going out for a party. But you know what the worst thing is? I try and write it down and I couldn't write. And in the morning I forget. So like despite all of that and all of that win, I'd be absolutely nowhere. But honestly, bravo swear by that drug. But yeah, don't do it, kid. Okay, we'll bring Angel in because she's yeah. been with her hand up for a while and then we'll get to Estevelle. Oh, I didn't know my mic has been on for a minute. Anyway, I was going to say, um, when you brought up the light a while ago, Lucia Light or whatever it's called, um, there's actually a lot of places, well, in the United States here, um, that has all types of things like that. Um, I found somewhere close to me, very close. I haven't went and done it yet, but I'm really interested in it. Um, they have a whole entire like setup so that you can do this whole light DMT thing. And they also have these things called float tanks. Um, Sensor deprivation ones, that, yeah. Yeah, you can like mix them too or something. They're all in salt um, so and darkness. Yeah, so you may not even have to like get your own, and that way, like, you would be there with somebody who knows exactly what's going on and that could be there, you know, to like help you and everything. So, you might could like check into that to see if there's one nearby that you can use. Because now, here, what I found it's almost like you can even pay a membership and everything, and people go there all the time and use it like a gym. I think they have like an oxygen bar there, too, or something. Joe Rogan's a big advocate for sensory deprivation tanks and floating. And Angel, I've just put in your direct messaging, the Luthia Light um, YouTube videos, etc. Yeah, I've watched some of those. Um, and you can even tell a difference after they get through a huge difference. Their whole personality are like a lot lighter and positive. Oh, definitely. I've also put it into four M's as well. I think I'm giving you that Estevelle. Yeah. Um, um, you know, this was not what I previously set as an attack on 33 rule. Just to just wanted to say that. I don't think he took it as an attack. 33, no, not, did you not, take it as not, an attack? No, not at all. I actually wanted to, to, to continue, but I didn't want to hog up more airtime because I guess uh, uh, DW uh, got a little uh, excited because I know he has the same experience I did. And, uh, so he came off mic, and I know Angel was waiting, but uh, there was more I wanted to say. No, 
I wanted to say, uh, first of all, that uh, I'm a martial artist, and that uh, you know uh, what I was, what I related to what you were saying was is that uh, you know I've always needed that thrill, and you know, plus I I have some of my own childhood trauma that I, I've experienced, and even you know life trauma, right? And I think we all have. It's just everybody's journey is different. But what I was trying to say is that it's almost like we're always replacing one addiction for another. And so that's kind of where I just wanted to touch on. And, you know, um, I, I wouldn't see what what I'm doing as an addiction. I suffer in pain. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm headed towards 60. So, you know, I'm just uh, experimenting. And uh, I wouldn't recommend what I'm doing for everybody else. But it, it'll come to light that uh, mushrooms do help with depression. And uh, I do stand by that. And uh, But uh, that's everybody else's journey. I just wanted to say that, that's all. And the other thing, 33, is probably what you're pointing out, is you're not putting anybody else in danger with your actions at all. It's all insulated for yourself, isn't it? Absolutely. And yeah, you so have that's to the thing. Yeah. You have to understand that I'm consuming point. Six six uh, gram, a gram uh, of a gram, okay, in a capsule, okay, which is very little, okay, and you know, uh, you know, it it, it actually, um, I can't explain it. You just have to experience it, but uh, you know, it, it doesn't affect me at all, if anything, in a positive way. And with the crazy world we live in, I'll take a little uh, boost from uh, you know this uh, wonderful uh, uh, mushrooms, the best. Uh, the best room without a, a window. Because also you're seeing some people are doing, you know, dosages like 12 grams of mushrooms and other bits and pieces as well. So when obviously 33 is talking about low dosaging, he's really kind of in a very small quantity going in. How do you measure that? I mean, uh, because some it, people have postal it, scales. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, you've got, just like you know, look when when you go in Amsterdam to a coffee shop and you buy some some hashies or you buy some cannabis, it's strong. It's you know, it's not like your homegrown stuff. It's uh, not the nineteen seventies, no, because no. people have been into wine getting stronger strains as they go on. I mean, there's really been a bad case here in the UK. I don't know if four M ever heard of it. But uh, when there was massive marijuana plantations being grown inside residential properties, the people were taking the buds and to make them have greater weight when they were sold, they were dipping them because obviously they're sticky into glass beads, micro glass beads, and selling them with the extra weight on them. And what happened then, people who then ground them up and smoked them, they were going to hospitals and doctors couldn't work out why their lungs were full of micro holes. And it was the fact that when the glass spheres were being superheated into their lungs, they were just literally just going through their lungs like shotgun uh, pellets going straight out and causing holes. So you got evil people who do that. And uh, yeah, it's craziness. No, I hadn't heard of that, actually. No. Spice. Just- yes. But, Spice um, is a strange one. Not, not that. That sounds horrific. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they were just so. after profit, <laughs> and that was it. They weren't looking at the medicinal side or anything because they were just killing off their own um, clientele, to put it in a way. Yeah, I don't think Again, that's. With, I, I don't think that's going on here. But I mean, you you know, um, I mean, I I stopped smoking all that stuff uh, a long time ago. But I know it's. You know, it's it's not your sort of 
you know, homegrown garden type variety, you know, the stuff you buy uh, or you can buy. Uh, and so when I, when I hear 33 rules say, you know, I just uh, weigh down 0.66 gram. I mean, that could contain a lot of, 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 of the active um, compound. He, you know, he, because when you grow things unless you give everything the same nutrients you can't always evaluate so one mushroom could be slightly higher content than another mushroom for example of the same batch of mushrooms that you've grown so if you had a tray full i mean it's very difficult to get the same chemical compound Uh, um, unless you're doing repeat performance um, of growth hormones and things and what i'm also curious about what is it actually that he experiences because of of doing that on a daily basis i mean he's got his hand up he's gonna probably answer you all right well that's a great question um you know uh, this this is actually uh relatively new because i'm just going back to my history um you know i did i did lsd when i was like i don't know 13 i did a couple of moons of acid and uh i had a bad trip and uh you know i i stayed away from you know, most most of it. I, I lived in New York, so just kind of give you a premise. And I came out. I'm in Arizona, in the great state of Arizona, where it's magical on the 33rd parallel. And uh, things have changed, and I've been out to the to the mountains. And so I just got introduced to to mushrooms um, back again. I'd say a few years ago. And so I just started this year when I was able to find. Uh, a way to to get them and DMT, and uh, you know, I, I would strongly suggest that anybody who's going to do that know how to check your product to make sure that there isn't anything in there, um, and there's a way to do that. Um, and if anybody need, you know should, uh, need to understand that, they can contact me. I'm not going to get into that, but the point is, is know what you're putting in your body, and you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna you know be an ex- experiencer or an experimenter, and uh, there is risk with every thing that you do and let me be clear about that um so what i experienced is um i had an ego death um i the first thing i experienced when i when when i did the the uh, mushrooms and uh, the dmt and actually the dmt um i saw geometric patterns and I, I had piercing loud sounds and it was like it was like you've arrived you've finally seen everything you've been researching and so that was my my message you've been right about everything and and it, you know i also was experiencing other things like when my mom was on a on a on a, a respirator uh i was able to speak to her tele- with through telepathy and uh she was able to get off the machine because of our conversation within six hours so those kind of weird and magical things i would say for me they're magical they're they're blessings and so um i just think that the mushrooms for me have enhanced my magical abilities and uh, i'm able to um I just say I'll get. I can get into my children's subconscious while meditating and send them love. I'm able to uh, manifest the, the the most incredible feeling of of love. Okay, and I'm not saying I can't do it without mushrooms. I'm just saying that uh, I I know what I'm getting, the quality, the product, and uh, you know it's it's they they come in a pill form, and so I have them all like as doses. I can also get them in chocolate. You know, so there's other ways to consume them, but uh, you just have to know what you're taking. So they actually ha- enhance my 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 abilities to, um, you know, because like I said, I'm into magic and hermetics and self healing, and I've so- I've healed myself, 
And, you know, one thing I'm working on now is healing my vision to see if I can reverse the uh, the bad vision that I have. And so I think with anything that if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish it. So that's kind of where the mushrooms put me at it, a real special uh, and, and the ability to think and create is just I can't I can't express it to you. It's just my experience. What do you exactly mean by self-healing? What 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 part of you? What in, in what capacity? In what in what way? Okay, and uh, I mean, it's if, a long you know, story, if, but you know, it's 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 up to you, of course. If you no, of course, uh, no, I speak about this all the time. I uh, I I uh, had and uh, I, I haven't checked recently, but I had Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid condition, and this is all documented. And uh, I went to the uh, endocrinologist and. They give me Synthroid, and they could never get it straight. They always they told me, you got this, this, and, you know, look, I'm not going to knock science, but uh, science never heals anything. They only, they only uh, you know, keep it uh, treated. That's my opinion, and I stick into it. But So they couldn't heal me, and I developed a lump in my thyroid. And the next thing I was experiencing was a, 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 a sonogram and then a, a biopsy. And then I was told in six months if... I don't uh, have this uh, thing removed. They'll be cutting it. They'll be taking it out. So I left and I got to healing myself through finding out about uh, William Reich, Nikola Tesla, um, and the Royal Wright who uh, tapped into the Akasha and understand the frequency and the healing through frequency. And so I was able to find Organite, which William Wright had discovered and they killed him because well, just look him up. You'll see for yourself. Uh, he was quite brilliant. And, uh, you know, Tesla did the same thing, and he was ending up feeding pigeons at the end. Um, so there's a thing called the uh, um, the Terminator 2. You can look it up. It's about $135. And I purchased that. And it's a, it's a, it's, it puts a nine-volt battery, and it throws a frequency. It also has organite, which contains a crystal, um, which, as we know, a crystal was used to get the radio going and uh so it has that that property where it actually takes in negative and reproduces uh positive actually kills all of the negative uh, uh free radicals I, I would suggest anybody look, look it up and it's so you're talking about so, ions at this point yeah 33 yeah negative yep. ions and, yeah what is and so called? i healed myself so, so i healed myself and uh, I went back to the doctor and took all the tests. And, the, and my doctor asked me, well, how the hell did you do that? And I explained it to him. And he said, don't tell anybody. I'll lose my business. Now, 33. What, what is it called? <laughs> 33. It's called, yeah, it's called the Terminator 2. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. no. It's got right now. Previously, you're – obviously, oh, okay. you were getting excited. You were talking. Yeah. But you're yeah, – like Whoa, this, whoa. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. You got – your audio got out of whack, so it sounded very muffled. That's oh, why Estevelle couldn't I hear. Around. I was walking around. I do that a lot. I'm sorry. So Estevelle was asking you about the device name. Okay, it's called it's called the Terminator Two. It's by Doctor Huda Clark, and uh, and and the, it's it's uh, there's other ones too. There's and there's better ones, and there's ones that you could actually use to uh, zap your food. Okay, I mean because you know I mean look at what's going on anyway. There's just so much to it. 
I believe in frequency and um, magnetism. I believe that the body is is electric and and, and magnetic. Well, everyone knows that it's electric because that's what energy is. Everything is energy, so it's just I unfortunate just to educate everyone about energy. I just get this Sorry. crappy movie. I, I'm not the the thing you're talking. Has he got about. Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? Once you're using that, is that the Terminator Two you're ending up with, Estevel? Yeah, just this movie film. Right now, oddly enough, we've been going for oh right five hours sixteen, the longest one so far, people. Um, <laughs> well, you know, there's five minutes and there's five minutes. I know. Yes. Oh, by the way, four M. I don't know. You have to come off mute in a minute. Have you read my banner by any chance on Twitter? Um, your own personal banner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you have well, five minutes? Well, this is this is the problem, okay? This is what <laughs> people kept on taking the mick out of me when I phoned them out and said, you've got five minutes. We just rolled into conversations. So in the end, I evolved it to be my banner. And it is quite true because this was only meant to probably be about three hours. And because yeah. obviously everyone has got such good sharing, they got knowledge, and we're going to have to yeah. get to Ian because he's got stuff there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, are you finding it fascinating for him? Mick. Me, yeah. um, I I find um quite fascinating in general. I think um I've like I say I've come through I've I've dealt with and come through all sorts of different characters and and people throughout my lifetime. Um, I find it quite interesting what make makes people tick and um what works for them. So one thera- one form of therapy might work for one person, but not necessarily work for another person oh, and yeah, we don't advocate that in all in here absolutely just... you can tell that you can tell that and every from the way everybody's speaking um, yeah what's your take everybody... on this sorry what's your take on all this what on the whole topic <laughs> yeah five hours worth yeah poor girl um no no not at all i'm i'm very open um to people's opinions people's thoughts people's way of dealing with things I think you can learn a lot off of people um I think it's good that you all have experienced uh, you know different things throughout your life try different things and we're, we're all very different as people no one person's the same um you know so I find it quite interesting um like I say because one tool might not work for one person um but it might work for another person. And I think, you know, obviously for 33, he he feels, I, I'm getting the vibe that more natural healing, whereas somebody else um, might deal with the more modern medicine way of healing. When you've got placebos um, and nocebos turning up, and that's when the brain also works as well. That's the other thing. Yeah, that... absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, you know, like I say, I, I, I think there's a lot that we don't know about ourselves um as in you know what we're capable of as as human beings um you know i yeah i'm i'm quite open to um people's interpretations of things and you know opinions i think it's important you know everybody has different experiences in life and um you know everybody's everybody's story's different never judge a book by its cover good answer <laughs> long answer right yeah but we'll get ian in next and then i'm going to wrap this up in five minutes after that yeah you always do that um yeah no to 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 be perfectly honest you you guys chat and that has been absolutely amazing to listen to uh 
I, I just want to say, I, I can't remember what it was that I wanted to say to start with, but um, uh, Estival 33 rule, like you guys are like two separate halves of a whole. I swear to God, like if you put both of your minds together and look at that whole thing as a perspective, that that's exactly the questions that you're asking. Has like, it become yin and yang? It's absolutely yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, that that's what you want, right? You want to have someone that's like really deep into the esoteric stuff that wants to find out more in the spiritual. And then you need someone like Esteval who's like, yeah, maybe, but like, just, just explain to me what the heck is going on right here. It, it's absolutely brilliant. Like, I, I, you guys both deserve a medal. Like you, you've you've been saying the right things and and asking the right questions and uh, yeah I don't I don't remember the questions I was going to ask but I'm I'm just really grateful that I managed to hit this hit this button so that I could get in on this conversation you know because I, I know I, I told you perceptions that I was gonna I was gonna be here all week listening to your things but I keep missing them. But um, this has been absolutely brilliant. Thank you for this. That's all I'd say. I'm no I'm problem. I'm glad that yeah. we can bring stuff out, and it's interesting to people. So that's the good thing. Oh, it is, dude. You're doing a really good thing. It's like I don't think it matters at this point whether you're trying to like draw a crowd or not, but you are saying and drawing in like conversations that need to be had. And the people that come into your group are really sound people. So so you're doing an amazing thing. Everyone here is lovely. You're all lovely. I just want you to know that. But um but yeah, man, this is this is what the world needs. Not like hating and bitching and just like having a dig at like the the last um pop artist that killed eight people. Do you know what I mean? Like he did it. But this is the stuff that's important. Thank you for saying that. I mean, we are evolving this to have, obviously, a podcast to go with it and uh, oh, different people coming in. Podcast, please. So, sorry. I, I over-talked you. I didn't hear what you said. Sorry. Could someone... Sorry, mate. No, I was just saying, like, if you had a podcast, brother, this would be absolutely amazing. Like, I'm all into the podcast now. In fact, I think maybe it was podcasts that I had on my phone that um, gave me the, su- the suggestions that brought me here to you now. So that, um, You might have got that from Paranormal Blip, Pete. Oh, yeah, Paranormal, Paranormal Blip, Blip. I follow that. Dude. Gave me a shout-out. Oh, my good Lord. That guy's podcast is fantastic. <clears throat> he is amazing as well. We have some good conversations. And the good thing is, it, because we're becoming a community, I said before earlier that we're becoming a drop and we're becoming an ocean that we can get information to different groups as well as supply people in the neuroscience, artists, lecturers, authors, all together and put them in front of people and actually have them come and talk live. And on the 15th of December, we're having Anthony Peake for five hours again, where previously he's never done five hours anywhere else apart from on this Twitter space with ourselves. So that's going to be amazing. amazing. That's going to yeah, be more than five hours, though. I know. He said the first time when we were doing two hours with him live. Now, M, unfortunately, before him doesn't actually know the author. He comes on. He's known me for about five years and sat there. No no way. And uh, he goes, oh, two hours isn't enough. Can we do another three hours in the afternoon? So I went, hang on a minute. Let's just check. Oh, yeah, we can do that. So we did five hours in one day. 
and obviously when he does podcasts, it's something like an hour and a half to two hours with people. And then he goes to me, I'd like to do this on a monthly basis with you. Are you okay with that? And I went, mm, let's see. Yeah, I think we can do that. <laughs> so. Oh my God. That's, that's, that's literally amazing. Like, um, I, I, I bought pretty much all the Anthony P books that I can get. And I had the, um, <laughs> It was kind of a bit of a misfortune, really, because I was I bought something from his website that was out of stock. So he sent me like an email, but I had a, a tiny little chat with the guy, and he's absolutely fantastic. Like um, I, I I could listen to him for ten hours, like a day, like a week, whatever. Oh, definitely, you want. Like, he is he's such got everything going, and his new project, mate, that's something else. Do you know what it I mean? Is, yeah. With his, he was number in the 200 region of the Bigelow essays. Did you hear about that? Obviously, Jeffrey Mishlove got the top prize for that. Right. No, I haven't heard about this. So Bigelow put out money for essays, and Mishlove came at the top at 500,000. I think it was as a figure. I think Panel Blipper, correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, really? He came in the 200s, in the kind of finalists of the 200s, but he's now going to release the PDF file of the essay that he wrote for that. And today, when he was talking to me, organizing this event uh, coming up on the 15th, he said, I want my essay to get to reach as many people as possible, free, so that the information can be out there and we can spread it. So once he gives it to me, I'm going to start putting it through the social media platforms so that people can get the PDF and uh, oh God, as long as you pull feedback, it's something like 50,000 words. So a little bedtime reading for you. So what, if you want access I, to that. Can I thank ask you what, he, what, what did he write it on? What was his essay on? What What's his background? Sorry. Okay. So his background is a researcher. He comes from doing psychometrics for people, but he's passionate about consciousness and trying to figure out where it all comes from, where memory's stored. He's seen correlations between... Epilepsy, as in full-blown temporal lobe, Alzheimer's, dementia, and the way that brain scans have been revealing that this is very quickly. When a child is born, obviously it's in one state of cleanliness, and if you progressively take it all the way through to dementia, it becomes another state. But at the point when dementia starts to come in and Alzheimer's, the brain starts to revert back to the equivalent of the young child, and you could literally have this as the curve. They've also found with the conversations that these people who are in dementia states and everything else, some of them are saying, oh, they're coming in and they're changing things in my head so I'm ready for the next journey. And they're actually having information which they shouldn't have. So, for example, one woman was in, I think it was Liverpool in a care home, and the daughter was down south. And she was talking about her mini, which had a distinctive paint job on the top of the car. When she went up to see her mother in Liverpool with a friend, she started mentioning about the mini and the location of where the mini was. And she shouldn't have known where it was. So she was picking up information from other areas. And there's loads and loads of reports that Anthony Peaks brought together. And if you watch the half hour one that I've given you, which is talking about... uh, Oh, a Russian monist who basically couldn't forget anything. So at an early age, even Mm. in his car, he had no language, but images were coming to him about sound. So everything he saw was connected to every other image. So if he saw a chair that had been in 20 different restaurants or other places, all that information would flood him. He had no filter. He couldn't separate it. So he was overloaded entirely. And he went to go and see Luria 
who was a psychiatrist in Russia and said, look, I need to forget because I can't forget anything. And they couldn't do that for him. So they're also talking about another guy who I've forgotten the name off the top of my head was doing epilepsy because his younger sister died from it. He was taking electrodes and obviously you take a small part of the cap of the brain off while the person was conscious, putting probes on and numbered the sections of the brain. And when he put obviously the probe into the brain, the woman suddenly goes, I'm back in my kitchen. I can hear the conversation outside of the people over the fence, say, for example. And then he took the probe away, distracted her and asked her other questions. And then without her knowing, because obviously the brain doesn't feel, put the probe back on the brain in that spot. And she goes, what are you done? I'm back in that place. I'm right at the point I left the conversation. So they're talking about memory isn't stored locally. It can be stored elsewhere within the field of the body or you're literally just a receiver your body is and there's loads of other information which is really heavy dense but i'm just glazing over it but he's written over 10 books he's written books with the scientific community he's talked to les ervin laszlo who is a musical genius and also his work on time and the akashic record things like that um Again, as you will hear, Ian mm. will basically sing his praises. 33 will, Greybeard will, Paranormal Blip will. I mean, it, it, he's got, when he was younger, probably before nine, he had a high fever, which kind of affected his brain in such a way that he can remember everything he reads. And he's got such recall on information. So when he's been looking at all these studies and working with epilepsy charities and seeing documents, he's been able to see patterns and put things together and make sense of just the strangeness of the world. And he'd back everything yeah. up with science. And all these books, they've got notes after notes of where he's got his stuff from. And if he speculates, he says he speculates, but otherwise he will go, that's fact. This is where it comes from. You debate me. And he's been up against um, skeptical societies. Now, if you're a skeptic in the proper sense, if you find out something new, you'll bring it into your knowledge or you'll just Absolutely. throw it away. But the ones that are hard-blown ones, which are hard-skeptical fanatics, they won't go up and debate him because his information is solid. So. Well, that's, that's the but thing. Those are not skeptics. If, if you've got the evidence to back, back your theory up, then you know, you're kind of halfway there. And that's where a lot of research base comes from is evidence and you know, theories and, well, theories and having find getting the evidence to try and prove these theories. Um, and if he's got the evidence there um, and done the studying and, you know, um, it, it's going to be, it is hard going up against somebody um, like that, you know. That is true. Estevel, when they're saying skeptics, they're using it kind of, as in the buzzword, they're not using it in the true sense of the word. Because yeah. you know is yeah then you I know think... if you if you're truly a skeptic you would also just admit and and not have a problem with saying I don't know I just don't know I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in the dark here uh, I think I think it's such a um, nobody knows really nobody has got a complete answer of consciousness oh no nobody has proved it got you know we've all got theories on it but um it, it's a hard one um and i think there's nothing wrong with being skeptic and there's nothing wrong with people having 
um experiences as well and having a healthy happy ba- happy balance of of each as long as you don't get obsessive about it that's the main thing yeah absolutely. i mean what we get in here is we're quite happy to change our opinions we're not looking mm. none of us are being a personality standing on a box going look at me it's all about me we're here about the information and that's the kind of basis of it all and some people are literally look at my shiny jacket and it's just me not the information so that's where it falls down we we, we can all have a shiny jacket um but it's what's underneath the jacket really um and it's i think i don't know sometimes people that have got the shiny jacket aren't always what they've seen yeah, isn't, yes, isn't, isn't exactly. it like isn't it like the Latin phrase "vincit omnet veritas"? You know, the truth will set you free wherever it will may lead you. Mm. I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, it sounds a bit pretentious, maybe because we, you know, the more you know, the more you know how little you know. Actually, that you know exactly. Nothing. Oh, by the way, Ed Hominim, I've been trying to send you links, but because I couldn't find your name when we we're doing our fungi talk, I haven't been able to send you the links, and it wouldn't. Tell me where you were. But I'm still drowning in goddamn Terminator 2 Schwarzenegger <laughs> stuff. Could you please direct me to whatever the hell you were talking about with this device thing? Uh, whatever. 33 will direct message you, right? 33, you just give him the information. Uh, what, oh, okay, since, since uh, you mentioned the, uh, my hand was up, I got tired. Your hand's been up the whole time, Paul. Are you tired yet? Um, <laughs> just in case you I want to go home. <laughs> Listen, I want to thank you. You guys are awesome. Look, I just, uh, first of all, I want to say um, I deserve criticism, okay? And uh, I expect it in- intellectually, and I expect pushback, okay? Because you know what? That's why I came. You know, anybody who speaks publicly should expect that. And I love it. And I think that, uh, you know what? I think that Estevall is, is, is quite brilliant in, in his own way, in his way he thinks about things. And, and you know what? I respect him. And you know what? I think that we can all learn a lot from each other. And I want to thank Paul so much for, uh, you know, really putting the effort into bringing all these fine people together. And uh, well, I love so you all. Well. Thank you. Yeah. That's very kind of you. I mean, I just yeah. love the fact that this community is building up so well and the knowledge that's flowing. It's great. Hopefully, I can say hello to Ad Holman because I was trying to get hold of him at some stage. Greybeard, do you want to say something before we wrap up? I'll give 10 more minutes. It's been such a great night. 10 more minutes? You said no, that about shush. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'm get sorry. T-shirts. I just to make a... Right? <laughs> I'm saying T-shirts. I'm doing that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just want to make a comment on what M was saying um, on the, you know, that no one has the evidence and um, not that I'm going to sit here and preach that we have evidence, but I think that's exactly what Jeffrey Miss uh, loves. Um, Miss loves paper was about uh, is every, you know, with the show of a hundred percent or a fist is, I mean, is everyone familiar with who Robert Bigelow is? Yes. So we're all familiar with Bass and Nids and, and what he did at Skinwalker Ranch and the yeah. paranormal and everything, right? So his wife recently died, and, he, and he's looking, and I believe something happened. So he, he not, not you know, obviously something happened to the wife, but I think something spiritual happened. Uh, so he's looking for explanation. So he, you know, wanted a paper, uh, and I believe the guidelines said it had to have evidence of a afterlife and or you know like a. Like the zero point field, a, a uh, the Akashic record, the uh, a universal consciousness of some sort, and the winner was only going to be chosen that could prove that. 
And so it's exciting to see what Mitchell writes. I have the PDF. I just haven't had time to read it yet. Like you said, it is lengthy and it has a lot of video links and everything to it. But that paper, according to the guidelines to win it, was supposed to have irrefutable evidence of it all. Uh, so that might be worth, um, I just wanted to point that out. This was, I don't think that was a theory. I, I believe the guidelines that Bigelow stated is that it had to have absolute evidence of an afterlife. And that was the only way to win the money. And Mishlev won the money with the winning paper. Uh, so I find that very interesting. Did you also hear me tell you okay. that Anthony Peake got into the 200 in that one? Did he? No, I didn't hear that part. And lo and behold, he's going to give us the PDF file that he wrote for that essay to distribute to everybody who wants it. And anybody can just distribute it again and again and again. Oh, I thought you were mentioning, I thought you were still talking about Mitchell at that point. Um, I didn't realize that uh, Peek was also going to um, give out his PDF because Mitchell also released his PDF free as well. Yeah. So he was just um, saying to me today, because obviously they're, Whatever disclosure bit has probably gone now because of the fact that he's they've been declared the winner as in Mishlov and uh, going from there. Right, I'm just going to get the link and give it to M so that she's got some light reading to do. And if you don't come back within a week of doing all these M, you know what's going to happen. We'll come around and knock on your door and go, "Why haven't you read all this yet? <laughs> Why haven't you responded?" Oh, right. I don't. I don't need to be stalked anymore. Thanks. <laughs> oh no, we don't really stalk. <laughs> we just sit in a corner and everyone comes to us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll have a read. It'll be be interesting. None of it has to be done, as I said, in a week. It's just worthwhile if you're interested in the areas of contemplation that we go into. Ad hominem, speak to me. Come on. I've given you the Hey, action. how are you doing? Finally. I've missed you I know, because I, I, I tried I to find if, you after our talk. I, I, I don't know if you've had other, other spaces since the last time. And uh, I just kind of stumbled on this one. And I'm glad I caught caught up with you again. I was going through the things in the nest, and I think I, I get the sense that you're about to end this whole thing, and I'm kind of disappointed, but that's okay. I can come in the next time. What? After five hours, 39 uh, minutes, you're disappointed. Uh, I, Where I, have you I, been? I just, I just found it. I don't know what I, – I, I guess I'm just miss, <laughs> I'm missing the, uh, the uh, heads up on – Yeah, your four talks late. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> I, I apologize. You said you followed me, and I tried to follow you, and I couldn't find oh. you. Because you don't really have your um, ID as a homonym. You're something really? else. And now that I oh, found the, you. Oh, yeah. my, my at name, the MRICT. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm sorry. Um, you gave me grief. I tried to find you for days. Oh, and now oh, I'm going to just have to oh, well, I really give you information. Your effort and, and it's my fault. I apologize. But um, yeah, I follow you. I mean, I checked on you. Yeah. I'm, okay. Now we're following each other. So I think it should be all right. Yeah, I know. Because I just clicked on ah, following great. you. great. Now, I'm giving you the links that I wanted to give you, so that's what perfect, I Perfect, perfect. Well, I'll definitely be on the next time you, you come around and we can uh, we can debate. I love it. <laughs> hey, we're not debating. We're just talking nice and gently, okay. I'm sure. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good for <laughs> just talking, too. <laughs> right, here's your first lot of stuff. Right, take Thank that. Thank you. Um, right, yeah, good. No, it was really hard because I thought, oh, great, there's a good resource now. M and everybody else, Ad Hominem has got a lot of information on ecology in his brain. So he's useful to us. And we had a very good conversation on fungi. So, and Paul Stamets. So that was good.
So what is it every every so you every week you, you do one or what what's the what's your schedule? My co-host throws me underneath the wheels and keeps on going. Oh, we'll see you next week, and I'm going. Oh, I haven't got a topic yet. Um, so yeah, we try and do it a week, which That's is good. That's great. That's and great. No, I look forward to the next as I, one for sure. Now that I've got you, I've uh, yeah, I can include you in that as long as you just hit the reminder button. It should be good. So superb. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yes. No problem. It's nice to have you in the fold. Guys, I'm... 33? Sorry, I'm just going to quickly interrupt and say thank you very much. I'm going to have to go to bed, um, but thank you very much. Exactly where I'm going. (laughs) um, (laughs) Very informative. um, So thanks very much, guys. Better than Love Island. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you very much, uh, Quadruple M. Um, I know. I'll change the name. So there you go. (laughs) 4M, 4M, we're calling 4M for now. What's that? But identify yourself, because if you change your picture, I won't recognize you. What's that? that Peacock, what's that bird? It's a peacock. Should be a phoenix, looks like. I I think it is a peacock. It's a blue peacock. It's a type of peacock. Yeah. I follow everybody who's on here, so, you know, take a look and follow me back so we stay connected. Cool. Absolutely got you back. Anyway, to, to to Mrs. Peacock. <laughs> uh, it, it was lovely having you around. I mean, it's not my space, but anyway, I, I enjoyed your your presence. Thank you very much. Enjoyed yours too, Estevel. Yeah, it's your space. You can basically take over and ramble. And you can have it if you want. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! That was so fucking cringe. Oh, sorry, sorry. That was so really cringe. <laughs> Oh, good lord hey, look, I, I, I'm going to say goodnight hey, Paul I do have a subject matter I'd love to talk about subconscious and, and magic and uh, how we can actually train uh, ourselves and that goes into dreaming too and uh, I love that subject So, um, and I would love to uh, you know we can do that, but we've got to split it up into bits because, hey, if we can, if we went for Gabe's hour and he left for half an hour, oh, and then we yeah, just absolutely. had to fill in the gap. In absolutely, absolutely. I just want to throw that you out don't there. see me do that. Yeah, that's... you don't see me leave halfway through one of my own. Bits, I'm, I'm still, in, <laughs> I'm still stuck in 1991 with your Terminator 2, whatever the hell the reference was to. Anyway, send me a DM, DM if you want to. Yeah, I will. I'll certainly do that. Okay, I'll send you that. Thanks, thanks, thanks everybody. Good night. Good night. All right. See you, thirty-three. Tamara, hello. Can you talk? I can. You've been very quiet tonight. I have. Um, I've been okay. like unusually like exhausted, and my mouth isn't really attached to my brain this week. It's <laughs> <That's> a good place. <laughs> well, one day it will get back together again. You'll be fine. I hope so. I think it might have something to do with the disorientation with the time change and the lack of sunlight. You know, I wish they would just leave it because it screws with my cortisol levels. It's probably with everybody's cortisol levels in here because it's, you know, just leave it as it was before they changed it past Saturday night. You just leave it. I agree. I I think there's a... I think that's like going to Congress here in America, um, uh, trying to keep daylight savings time year oh, no, round. Can... You muted yourself. You muted yourself. I know it's been, I know it's... you know, in the last decade they they reduced the the you know the 
the number of months or whatever, but they just needed to get rid of it. I mean, it doesn't make any sense anymore. I have to say, I tell Manin, can you set up a new room to discuss that? Because I need to go to bed. That's not no, really no, no, going to be doing me any good. That's a long, long topic. No problem. Listen, thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Oh, definitely. That's good. Tomorrow, I hope everything gets a bit better. Estevel, a pleasure as always. Ian, nice to see you. Grey Beard, how are you doing? Paranormal Blip, good to see you. I can't see who that's at the bottom of my screen, split into four. Do you pronounce that tummy? Tummy? I don't know how to pronounce that. Tummy? 62231515. Maybe if I invite them, they can... What's the fingers not working? Let's see. They can tell me their names and I can say goodnight to them, depending on where they are in the world. Tumnay, you've had the invite. Hello, goodbye. Paranormal blip, goodnight. I think it's all been a fantastic one on dreams, and I want to go and experience a few. Which be all good. right. Ad hominem. Okay. So ad hominem wants to continue spacing around or something. I don't know what's going on. I don't think so. I've never done that, so I'm, uh, it would be uh, probably a complete disaster. Why? <laughs> well, I, I'm just not, I don't know what the protocols are. I, I, I guess I can do it. I've never even tried, to be honest with you. There are no, protocol. there are no protocols. It's just, um, yeah, you make it up as you go along. Here we stick to Paul's protocols, which are very English, so to speak. You use that sarcasm badly. I will be off. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm Dutch, so. How are your clogs anyway? Yeah, pretty good. I've never worn any. Never. But uh, I-, I suppose they're good. Yeah. My friend who's called Yarn Case, he says they're quite amusing. Have you ever tried to wear them? Um, I don't know. Uh, supposedly they're like uh, wearing boots. The proper ones have got three little pegs underneath so you can keep out the mud. Uh, I don't know. They're made of wood. That's all I know. No, instead of having a flat bottom like a boat, some have got actual little stilts that have got, you know, one at the front, two at the back. No, one at the back, two at the front to take you out of the mud. That's how they used to be. I don't know. That's my Dutch Most of them are painted yellow. They're made of wood. They're one-piece things. They're bananas. Yeah. Those yellow things are bananas. But, you know, I'm from Amsterdam. I'm not some... Peasant from some rural area where they oh got a class issue. No, it's, no, it's okay. just it's, I'm, I'm one of those city slickers. I don't know what what you know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it's like to to live there in one of those tiny villages where they all you know. In, in the, yeah, you're not going to win any friends from the rural part of Holland. Are no, you? no, no, no. That's all. That no, no. It's no problem. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. I don't care. Shh, Estevel, I'm going to bed. Go and talk to somebody else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I couldn't care less. No. Uh, yeah, well, you brought up the clogs, so it's... it's... <laughs> you just were banging on about us British being how we are. No, no. Right. That's, it's, more, it's more particularly you. It's not, you know... <laughs> don't you make it sound even worse. You're, you're, you're one of the... I love the way that you give respect. It's just particularly you. Well, <laughs> you can leave my space if you want and run away. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was lovely talking to you all. And uh, yeah, fun. it was good banter. <laughs> and um, yeah. All right. So um, oh, God, I guess yeah. we're done. 
everybody, just remember that Ad Hominem, Estevel, Greybeard, Paranormal Blip, Ian DWH, Tim and I, 33, and 4M, you've made it to the longest one ever, 5 hours, 50, 27 seconds, which will probably just go into the 5.51 minute. We've cracked the barrier. Yeah. <laughs> so how's life in Goldsbutt? That's kind of a weird name for a... Can we make it 555, five, five, just for repeating numbers, if you don't mind? Oh, no, no. All right. Uh, watching the top. All right. Which country were you talking to? Who were you talking to, Estevel? Ad hominem? Is that your name? Yes, yes. Carlsbad. Carlsbad life is not too bad, other than the fact that it's California. But the weather's awesome. Uh, taxes are high. Um, yeah. Well, you can't have it all. Can't have it all, no. But it's you know it's a beautiful state, and I'm about two miles from the beach, and maybe thirty, forty miles from the mountain. That could be worse. Anyway, um, it was lovely. Perceptions, Paul. Thank you. I can't close the app now. It's going to probably go to five, five, five in a minute because I can't get the app to close. Why? Yeah. (laughs) Because the phone is being peculiar why not try and go to 666 that'll really get people oh, talking there we go <laughs> yeah what's oh, that no, in this session man not even lying i had to reboot my phone loads of times to get it to work i'm not, i'm not even using the same phone now i'm on a different phone so what did you in particular find cringe ian um Oh, dude, yeah, you guys had a moment for a few minutes, like maybe 20 minutes ago, didn't you? It it was getting really sort of, yeah, let's get out the oil and have a crash. It it was a little bit, you know, a little bit weird. But that's okay. You know, we're all friends here, right? (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Hey, I I, I sent you that uh, that DM, uh, Estevald. You got the Terminator stuff now. What? You you sent me a DM? Let me check. Oh. Wicked. Lovely. Did you actually So so where's the Terminator two device thing you're using? Overnight with I sent you I sent you two links. I sent you one that'll take you to eBay. We I, I, it's hundred and fifty dollars. I guess inflation took it up fifteen bucks, but maybe you could find it. I I, I know I, I got one like I had to get another one uh, six months ago. It was one thirty five I found it for. But you could look up the names and you could look into Dr. Who the clock and you could look up actual testimonials. Okay. And I also sent you the names of uh, Dr. Royal, uh, Royal Wright, who also made a zapping machine and also Tesla. If you look up, they all tapped into the Akasha. They obviously know about. Anyway, if you can all still hear me, thanks a lot. Thanks, 33, for sending me oh, yeah. the DMs. Yeah, Perceptions is. Uh... To help our research and understanding, leave Perceptions Today's podcast reviews, subscribe to the podcast, along with the other social media accounts, and share. Come and join our live events. That way we can get together and have thoughtful discussions along with advancing our understanding of concepts as we go along.